Fierce Fan Media. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? How you going to it? We're well, winging. Always it. got something to say. I do have a cool space right. corner tonight. Oh, good. Just saying. <laughs> I'm gonna find good some e- good questions to ask you guys. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the weekly wind down. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the political princess. I'm Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian. That was frightening. How long you paused for on that? <laughs> she did like a Stacy pause. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Stacy used to pause for such a long yeah. time when she said her name? Yeah. So funny. It's just the three of us tonight, you lucky ducks. Yeah. Yeah. We've already been talking for an hour, so we're <laughs> <right> <laughs> right, so I am dr- listen, I'm still drinking that two cases that I bought when we went up to Mendocino. Oh my God. Christ, get with the program. Hey, at least I drink wine. What are you drinking, asshole? What I always drink. Okay, I like should, it's called I the like, weekly wine down. I feel yeah. like you should just skip me <laughs> when we get to this. Whiskey and Okay, but just drinking truly. I know. I'm sorry. Listen, this coconut edition Red Bull is delicious. I've never had it before, and it's really, really good. Ooh, a coconut edition? I've never heard yes. of that. Yes, it's very, it's delightful. It's very, very. Did you just say delightful? It's very. I said good. it's interesting. Oh, yes, it's delicious. It's probably one of the best Red Bulls I've ever flavored Red Bulls that I've ever had. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Stacy, drinking truly. I'm drinking a truly. I'm drinking a strawberry hibiscus margarita one. All right, let's just jump right into it. What's everyone think that Trump's hiding in those documents? In the fucking toilet? What's everyone thinking he's hiding? Are you talking about the, just in general? Well, like, so they went out for, like, they asked for them back. He wouldn't give them back. They had a subpoena and blah, blah, blah. And now there's all kinds of other investigations going on. They're not releasing all the, the uh, actual information because they're worried it's going to ruin future prosecutions and stuff like what do you think this ass i think he was selling secrets Mm, otherwise why wouldn't you just give it back like they asked for it they subpoenaed they called and asked you said oh we gave it back then they subpoenaed it because they went through their records and was like actually you didn't give it all back we're still missing confidential information like why else would you hang on to although i did hear an interesting take maggie haberman from the new york times who is, I mean, she's one of the best reporters the New York Times has, but she was tasked with like following Trump for the four years he was in office. And she said she thinks Trump was holding on to him because he just like collects tchotchkes and thinks that they like belong to him and just wanted to be able to show people like, look, here are the nuclear codes. Isn't that cool? Like, could it be that juvenile? Yes. Yes. I mean, it, it is with Trump, anything's possible. I think that, that's why it's hard to answer that question. What is he hiding? Who fucking knows with his mess? I think that is very possible as like a souvenir for him. Yeah. Like a, something well, she, what she was saying was she's reserving know? judgment until more information comes out. Like, obviously, if the DOJ is going after him over really specific no, crimes, that that's one that. thing. The reason I don't agree with that, nobody would reserve judgment if it was a Democratic president. Or No, say, she oh, was saying it could be as innocent as it being tchotchkes because that's how his brain is wired, or it could be as extreme as he was selling secrets. I think Trump is a filthy human being. So yes. whatever the worst case scenario it is that yes. he could possibly be hiding is what I think it is. Occam's razor, like, right? Like... I'll, I'll never give him, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll never give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll never, oh, it could be something just little. That is not, that it, to me is not how he's wired. It, yeah. Like he is a filthy, disgusting human being. No, whatever the worst possible fucking thing is, that's what it is i agree with you when i heard her say that i was like uh i see what you're doing but i think if he saw an opportunity to make any money he took it and if that meant selling out his country he did it 100 percent. yeah i respect what she's saying as a human and oh well let's hold judge okay Mm -hmm. i respect that but it's trump 
Yeah, right. It, he doesn't get the benefit it, of the doubt. No, it's it's whatever the worst case. If it were anybody else that's ever been in office ever, I would give out. Not him. What it's, are your? It's the worst. What are your uh, Republican friends down in Arkansas saying? Oh God, I can't even imagine. Nothing. Oh, it's oddly quiet. Huh? Oh, that's the best. <laughs> that's the <laughs> volumes. Nothing. I d- I don't know if they just don't know what to say. I don't know if it's just not pop- popping up on my feed anymore. But it's crickets over here. Like it's nothing. I have not seen a bunch of hateful posts. A bunch of oak. Come on, like even my best friend. Nothing. It's nothing. Fascinating. <laughs> it's dead silent. Mm. I have to tell you guys, I got off Facebook like six months ago. I mean, it, mine is still active and stuff because I like my pictures and everything, and I still get messages. It has been one of the yeah. most like soul cleansing things that I've ever done. I'm not like angry at people all the time. Like being off Facebook is lovely. You're strong for being able to. You do that. are. I think it's hard. Listen, I'm on the ticky talky all the time, but like Facebook well, too. I don't need to hear Uncle fucking Doug's impression of like he's not a constitutional scholar. He doesn't know anything. Blah blah blah. Oh my god! So right. I called our dad today because <laughs> they called me twice and um i was calling them back i've just been super busy at work i wasn't intentionally avoiding them at all and he was like uh one of our sisters is sick she was just in england visiting her boyfriend's uh grandpa who lives there mm-hmm. and she came back and she's sick and um she it seems like covid symptoms right and um, okay. he was like, but she took an over-the-counter test and she's negative. He's like, yeah, no, but I don't, I don't trust those over-the-counter. And my reaction, because I haven't been like steeped in the Republican nonsense of Facebook, I just laughed and I was like, okay, well, whatever. It didn't trigger you. No, it didn't trigger me because I'm just like, oh, let's just yeah. move past it. Like, listen, we're almost three years deep into this. I can't help you anymore. Like if you don't know how to navigate COVID on your own and stuff, like I don't, I don't right. know what to tell you. Like, listen, the new boosters are coming out. They're including the Omicron variant. You can be sure as shit. I'm going to be first in line as soon as my age group is called up to get one of them because I don't want to fuck with COVID. Yeah. But if you don't want to, I just don't fucking care anymore. My kid's vaccinated now. We're going to get him boosted for Omicron variant. We're going to be boosted. You want to mm-hmm. get fucking sick and, and fuck around with all that? Whatever. Bless your heart. Yeah, like I don't. Right. As soon as Lincoln was eligible to get vaccinated, I don't care how y'all fuck around now. Like, Right. Because now we have enough information about how to protect mm-hmm. ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That it's like, you can't, I can't worry about. Well, and anymore. honestly, like, I think because of, for whatever reason, we all knew that this was going to happen. I think COVID has kind of gotten diluted because so many people weren't protecting themselves and weren't taking precautions. But then on the other token i think so many people were like i think people were vaccinated and may have had covid and not know that they had covid sure. so like it's all just kind of got watered down like it's not the same omicron that it was that was killing everybody but you know that that's still out there right <laughs> so it's like i think that a lot of people have taken a back seat to thinking the pandemic's mm-hmm. over and i understand because sometimes i feel like that too like oh i'm good i'm fine like Nobody's dying anymore. Nobody's getting sick because it's watered down and diluted, but it's still. Oh, no, I, I personally still take it seriously. I'm just there. I personally take it seriously. I'm not stressing over their bullshit anymore. Like you don't want to protect yourself. Like I don't care anymore. Don't fucking protect yourself. I think it's even easier now for the people that aren't vaccinated to be like oh whatever because sometimes i even feel like that mm. you know like oh we're fine you know i'm you let your guard down and then yes yeah. and then you got to re- remind yourself we're not out well, of this we're not it's well, we may never be out here's of the truth though so the bubonic plague still exists the mm-hmm. the strand of the spanish flu mm-hmm. that killed a million people in like the course of a year in the united states still exists or what was it five million it, it was some egregious mm-hmm. number 
it still exists. Like it just became endemic. Like we are generationally, we built up immunities to it and we polio is now popping its head back up because why the fuck not? Because right. people have chosen to be completely anti-vax now instead of vaccinating mm-hmm. their children against polio. So there's... Do you remember, I don't mean to cut you off, oh, this goes okay. along with it. do you remember when I caught scarlet fever? Oh yeah, you fucking, you're like a Puritan, grade. you're like one of those, um, <laughs> yeah. what do you call them, those peasants what? running amok. And listen, yeah. if, if there's a virus fever. for Julie to catch, so this bitch is going to catch it. Fever. Yeah. I was so sick and I'll never, but, but, but I'm saying like, that was another thing that killed a lot of people mm-hmm. that you just think is gone. Fucking Scarlet. I wasn't in eighth, I was in fifth grade. Cause I remember I went to oh. basketball practice. I felt like shit. And I didn't want to miss basketball you practice. So I went to basketball fever. practice. What a great question. I have no idea. They don't know. <laughs> Listen, if there's something for Julie to catch, she's going to catch it. I'm telling yeah. you right now. Yeah. But <laughs> we come so far with this kind of stuff like but these things don't just disappear right right they become like endemic they're, they're, they're never going anywhere yeah well and the whole point of like the entire you know stay at home protect yourself blah 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 was to slow it down enough for our scientists to find a, a vaccine for it to to make it so that if you get vaccinated your symptoms are going to be less and it's not going to kill you it was never mm. going to get mm. rid of it so now I feel right. like we finally reached the stage where, listen, I don't mind wearing a mask. If I'm in a crowded area, I don't yeah. mind putting one on. They don't bother me anymore. But I also know if I end up with it, I'm not going to die, probably, mm-hmm. because I have gotten boosted. I have gotten the vaccine. And now that my four-year-old is vaccinated, I'm not petrified that something's going to happen to him. Like, of course, I still don't want him to get sick. Like, and listen, if I get on a plane, I'm wearing a mask. If yeah. I'm in a crowded space, I'm wearing a mask. You know, if you think about it, though, we should have been mar- wearing masks all along on fucking planes. Right. But the you are sick. Yeah. I don't even want yeah, your cold, you, no bro. You have. Yeah. Right. right. It's not just cold. I don't even want your you hot plenty. breath coming. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I just don't want your rank-ass breath. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, if, if you think about it, planes, air circulation is disgusting. We, we, we should have been wearing masks the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's gross. Yes. You got any like, good questions, Stacey? I do. Okay. okay let's do it. Just because I thought it'd be fun. Because, sure. like, whatever. What else are we doing? Okay. Uh, oh, um, the world is burning. Trump may be president again. Like, let's just fucking get on with it. Have you tried ignoring it? <laughs> We're going to do it this week. <laughs> Have you tried unplugging it, plugging it back in? America. Just. I think Liz Cheney did. It, out, it didn't work it. out for her. Right. Ew. Okay. Um. Let's see. Okay. I. Okay. I really like this one. What is your first memory? Okay, I can tell you this off the top of my head. I can't. I was a baby baby because I my grandma was holding me, Grandma Wiedemeyer, and she was rocking me back and forth. I must have not been very old. And so she is my very first memory. And she was rocking me back and forth saying, pretty blue eyes. You have the most beautiful blue eyes. And that's the whole memory. Whoa, you must have been really little, huh? She was rocking you? Yeah, she was rocking me. I was very, very little. But that is, and then it kind of skips forward to when I was like two. But yeah, that was my very first memory. So early. You mm-hmm. remember all the way yeah, back. Yeah, that's then? so early. So to be fair, tacky. I probably do because I was so sick. There's probably some type of trauma attached to it because I had meningitis mm-hmm. when I was born. Mm-hmm. So I think she was rocking me to try and... Co- so when I was born with meningitis and the doctors... Listen, I was born in 81. The doctors were kind of like, I don't know. They're, she's fine, you know, whatever. So my mom flew down to Los Angeles where my grandma lived to help because my dad was working nights because he was a police officer. So I think it's probably tied to me feeling really terrible. And I just, Uh I remember sitting there and I just remember her looking over me and she was pulling the blanket up around my neck and she just kept like putting her, you know how grandma used to put her finger down the center of our forehead. I think she was trying to calm me down because I was screaming uh, from the meningitis. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that's my first memory. And then my next one is in a hospital with meningitis, but my first one is my grandma. Oh my gosh. Jackie, yeah. those are all meningitis related. Pretty blue eyes, mm-hmm. Grandma. She probably did. You're always been her favorite. 
I was I the first. I was the blue. first. Right. And she has you such were just cute, pretty blue lady. eyes. My, I have lovely one. eyes, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you, you have pretty yeah. blue eyes. Grandma uh, was right. My very first, like, vivid memory is the 1989 earthquakes. So I was seriously, you were like, yeah. your face, Julie. Yeah, that's is it mine. really? I'm gonna let you tell yours. But I that's remember mine. we had like it. At, Okay, so for those that don't know, there was a, hold on, the 1989 earthquake, for those that aren't in California, was a major earthquake that, like, rocked the Bay Area, Um, and it also happened to coincide with a day, one of the days that the A's and Giants were playing each other in the World Series. And the Bay Bridge collapsed. I was in fourth grade, Julie was in kindergarten, which means Stacey would have been, like, three. It was three days after my third birthday. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. go on. Our house had, like, two flights of stairs that you went up and then it had like a little loft area and then in the loft you had we had a window that went out to the front of the house I just remember everything shaking and I ran to the window to look out of it and I remember seeing everything no earthquake training at this age (laughs) no I remember mom yelling down the glass (laughs) yeah (laughs) I remember mom yelling at me downstairs get away from the window get like she just knew i was at the window i don't know how she knew but i was like glued i just remember seeing everything shake Uh, that's my first vivid yeah Yeah, same mine was Mm -hmm. the loma prieta earthquake it was three days after my third birthday i was at home with my mom and i very much also remember there being a rocking chair Mm And my brothers were, and my dad were at the neighbor's house watching the game and we were at home watching the game. And I remember the TV going out, like it just being static, like a very vivid memories of like the static on the TV and of my mom, like picking me up and carrying me into maybe like the doorway in the bathroom Mm -hmm. and holding me and something fell because we, we didn't live out here. We lived in Fremont like in real, a lot closer to like Niles. Um, and, and something fell and hit her rib and she shattered her rib, her elbow and she shattered her elbow. And so she's one of the like statistics of people injured. Like she had to go to the hospital and stuff like injured. in the earthquake. Oh yeah. So when that, the day that earthquake happened, shook me into consciousness. I, oh, that's That's funny. So I was in fourth grade. I I was sitting down at the five, wake up already. (laughs) I was sitting at the kitchen table and I was writing a book report. And I remember telling my mom, JD, who was our mine and Julie's childhood dog, had been acting really weird all day. Like he was mm-hmm. trying to pretty much, we had this big tree in the backyard that was in a planter. And he was and, a good dog. Oh, he was a really good dog. And he was almost like trying to climb the tree. And because I was sitting at the kitchen table, I was sitting right next to the sliding glass door. And I kept telling my mom, like, I hope JD's okay. Like he's being so weird like something's wrong with him and people that aren't cornea don't know that about oh, earthquakes yeah. that like your animals Sense for like you 24 do. hours up to an earthquake will yeah. know we've had cats hide and we couldn't find them for mm-hmm. like 12 hours all kinds of weird stuff with the animals they sense it there's so like when atmospheric mm-hmm. changes when yeah. you're if you live in california and i know we have about uh 2200 listeners in california so you all know this but if your dogs start acting wonky or cats cats, Mm -hmm. for 24 hours an earthquake is coming like Mm -hmm. it's just it is what it is Jax, how old were you when the rooster started chasing you i was three so what julie's describing is i still lived in hayward where uh, that's where i was born wasn't even alive yet i've heard the story and there was a lemon tree in our front yard (laughs) and next door i guess there was some fights cockfights next door which go cockfights Mm -hmm. and my mom was inside watching and this was back in the 80s so kids were just allowed to run amok out front without their parents guarding them from like like, watch children right Right. no they just let children do what everybody's parents were busy like drinking (laughs) Drinking, smoking like whatever parents did i don't know if that's what my mom was doing i'm not accusing her of anything that's just not watching the fucking kids 
So they had to get a reminder on their TV every night. Do you right. know where your kids are at? <laughs> so my mom says she looked out the front window and this cockfighting rooster was chasing me around the lemon tree. And because I was three, I didn't know how to yell for like roosters. So I was just running around screaming, mommy, cockaroo-roo. cockaroo-roo. The rooster was chasing you and JD was chasing the rooster. Yes. So our same dog was chasing the rooster, trying to get him away from me. Anyway, my mom ended That's up trapping JD chased the rooster into the garage where my mom had to call animal control and animal control was just like, what are you talking about? And she's like, my dog has a cockfighting rooster cornered in my garage. Come get it. And they're like, lady, you're crazy. And she's like, I'm telling you right. JD would not leave. He just like, yeah. he kept him dog? cornered, kept him cornered until animal control came and got that rooster. He was it's funny dog. that it's funny it's now. Good, it probably dog. would have killed me though. Like, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> Why? Definitely killed you. She had to stop. Yeah. Mom said she had to stop laughing before she went and got you. That <laughs> makes sense. That tracks. That tra- yeah, if anyone wants tracks. to tune in for the after hours episode of my buried trauma, this is one of the right. stories. Right. <laughs> oh God. All right. Let's see. Um. Okay, what's the most ridiculous nightmare you've ever had? Have you ever had any ridiculous nightmares? All the time. I yeah. have crazy dreams. I do yeah. too. Yeah. I'm usually crazy a superhero dreams. though, and I'm flying around. That doesn't surprise me. Shit. I uh... <laughs> I had a night like um nightmare. I watched the Batman movie when it first came. I think like one of my brothers was having a like a sleepover maybe for his birthday. And they watched it like the original with um, uh, mm. Michael Keaton, mm. and I was probably like way too young to be watching Absolutely. that movie. And I had I woke up in, in in my dream. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was walking around my house trying to find my parents. And everywhere I looked was the Joker. So he was like in the co- in the kitchen cooking with an apron, and like in the hot tub, and like I like open my parents' bedroom. He's like in his bed, like so that was one. And then the other one that I think is probably the weirdest, and these were like recurring nightmares because like, um, was like, it was in the olden days. And I know that because everything was like sepia toned. And it's, it's probably like the 1930s and I'm a baby and I'm in a very rickety car seat in the back of a very rickety car. And we're just driving. And you know how in old movies, like, the cars, yeah. everything's like real bouncy and stuff. That, but it's my brother Tom driving, and he had to have been like three, and he's got this like bowl hair, and he's wearing a like old timey outfit that's like tall socks and like suspenders and shorts and stuff, and he's just driving like a comically large steering wheel is in his hands, and he's just looking back at me with like a maniacal smile. And that's the whole dream. How do you? Yeah. Do you guys think that? past lives are real maybe because how do you know that's not like a past life regression it because might they be. say you stay with your family through i have read or not read but i've seen a lot of stuff on tiktok with like parents talking about their very young children referencing past lives and that's like bonkers yeah like the specificity with which yes. they talk about these these things that like isn't something someone at their age should even be conscious of. Yeah, like the ones who swear they like went down with the Titanic and stuff. Yeah, which is like at two and a half, how do you even know what the Titanic is? You know, I don't know. I hope so. Julie, I really want you to Google when we're done with this episode tonight, like past life regression in little kids. Your mind is going to be blown. I I really hope so because I got... I gave myself anxiety last night sitting there talking to one of my friends about the fact that you know I don't believe in religion and heaven and hell and god and stuff and I'm and I'm like you know it's a terrifying I get why people do because it's a terrifying thought thinking that you're just done nothing and the older you get it like realer and realer (laughs) you know even though you know and I just I literally put myself into having mm-hmm. a night full of anxiety, just thinking of, and I'm like, you know, what, 
who we don't know you know even looking at those pitch going to space even even looking at those pictures from like james webb and stuff all the things that our no. minds just can't even comprehend who fucking knows and then that also there's some mediums out there that i 100 believe us not existing after this doesn't explain that like i'm into like proof in science Same. and stuff like i want so the scientific part tells me maybe not maybe we're just nothing but then like all this stuff that our brain are too dumb to even wrap our minds around like i don't know (laughs) oh you know i hope that there is and there and and there are certain things that i do believe that i can't explain if it didn't exist so it's like you know, it, it's a, it's a rabbit hole mm-hmm. to kind of start really looking. You should look at some of this past life stuff, like, especially on what is it now? little, little kids, like past life, life regression, regression yeah. like so, little, like little kid past life. Yeah, I look did it up on okay. TikTok. I did not believe in it. I was a firm believer in like, no, when you're dead, it's just over and it's gone and you know, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And then, but scientifically, I, I fell into one of these holes and this is before TikTok. I got into like past life regression, like analysis way before I knew about TikTok. It actually happened okay. when I started commuting so far because I was looking for like podcasts to listen to about stuff mm-hmm. I don't know about because I like learning. And um, I, one of the things that got me was I'm a firm believer in, because just scientifically, one of the things that never actually escapes from the universe is energy. Like your energy exists even if you are eliminated, your energy still, like if I hit this table right now, the energy that caused the force to hit this table still exists in the universe. So it made sense to me scientifically that even the if you're- two jacks, our, our minds are so fucking- Oh yeah. Can't comprehend what's going on. You could possibly with a more, uh, with a broader mind, you could possibly see the energy. Well, here's we the thing. can't even comprehend So um, let me stuff. finish. So I started listening to these people talk. And so I got on board scientifically thinking, okay, if energy ever actually never dissipates, because if you throw a rock into the ocean, that ripple continues or a lake like until it hits something that is an unstoppable effect. force. Right. So I could get behind that scientifically. So when I started listening to actual people talk about like, not just their real life regression accounts where they were able to like go under hypnosis and recount these certain events, but people who had like out of body experiences when they were near death. Um, I got, I fell into that rabbit hole at the same time and maybe listen, the counter argument of this is that like, because your mind has to cope with the trauma that your body is experiencing because of you know, uh, physical pain or, you know, whatever, that maybe it, it creates this, this realm that you feel like this is happening. And so that's a coping mechanism, but the alternate to that is these people knew every detail of their surgery. They knew what the doctors were saying when they were resuscitating them. They saw vividly, vividly, like Uh, their loved ones coming to them and telling them like, either it's not your time. Like you have to go back and like, whatever, like their accounts of it are so articulate that here's the thing. I, when I fell into that rabbit hole, I made the conscious decision that I believe them. I believe that they think what happened to them is real. Do I believe it's real? I don't know, but I definitely believe it's a really good possibility that it is like, I don't think they're lying or making it up because their accounts are so vivid and like, they have nothing to gain from that either. Like there, there's no reason for them to do that, especially because so many of them are so similar in their experience and what they saw and what they felt. Like it's the same way I feel about aliens. You're not going to get a gajillion people to agree on their experience and what they saw and what they felt. If something didn't happen to them that resembled each other. So I believe we live multiple lives. I do. I just do because I believe our energy transforms into another being and we just continue moving because that's how energy works. Um, and I don't know if that makes um, me feel better because I don't know if I want to be around for the future generations because we are fucking this planet up real bad. But like, I, I do, also, I'm, I'm earnest enough to know, motherfuckers when I come back. I'm earnest enough to believe that I don't know all of the things about all of the things. Yeah, and I'm open you know, to that, that. 
that also opens up the thing like there's some people that you meet that you just feel are old souls yeah, yeah. Kind of like that are just even beyond little kids. eleanor roosevelt was it to me an old soul she was like just, she was you're, wise your crush on eleanor her. roosevelt warms my her. heart I do. because I 10 years ago I, julie I would not have been having this conversation she'd been like eleanor who yeah, she no. my heart. Yeah, like she just some people are just wise beyond their years. Like they've just been here for a while, and then you have some people that are just young, like very young, kind of more immature, just running a muck, running a muck. Donald Trump is about two in the grand scheme of the universe. <laughs> you know, like it's just I don't know. So I I, I do see what you're saying. I hope the scary thing about you know death is that nobody fucking knows also there's people you meet nobody can prove there's people you meet and you're just like Uh, i feel like i've known you for 50 years like you feel like like that with you guys yeah when 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 stacy and i first met i was like oh my god i feel like i've known her my my whole life you two were like kindred spirits knowing like knowing bueno and having people in call like i'm like oh yeah when we did that i'm like no i was not in the group then like (laughs) when we took that trip that i didn't go on well in deja but you've heard it so many times now that you're just like yeah i was there it's fine (laughs) exactly i've heard the story so many times i feel like i went to cabo with you guys when bueno was late (laughs) (laughs) that was the best fucking story Yeah, so I, I'm open oh, no. to believing it exists. Like, I'm okay with those kind of beliefs because you know what? They don't hurt anybody. I'm not hurting anyone by believing past, like, lives exist because I'm not hating on anyone the way religion does. Like, so, so let me ask you this then, because I know you also believe in mediums. Mm-hmm. How does that work? If you move on to your next life, how are you? Why? How are you? I don't, I don't think spirits always move on before their, rest of their family's ready to move on. Oh, I think sometimes they, I think sometimes the answer, (laughs) that's a, that's a good answer. I I mean, yeah, I think sometimes it waits. I mean, okay. I got a couple of rapid fire ones. Okay. I have some rapid fire. All right. Um, that one's too long. What is your useless talent? My useless fucking knowledge of Taylor Swift. Oh, that's a good one. I can do a tight 10 on Taylor Swift, like, at any given moment. A tight 10. <laughs> <laughs> tight 10 minutes on Taylor Swift of, like, her life story. And nobody cares about it, but I know it inherently. Yep. Yeah. Useless talent. I can, I, I can tie a cherry stem with my mouth. Is that useless? Dang. <laughs> is it <laughs> i was gonna go somewhere else with that but i was like that's definitely not useful uh so yeah my, my my shoulders and my hips are all double jointed and i can pop everything out of its socket yeah. pop it back in mm-hmm. yeah i can also make uh shapes with my tongue like i can make a smiley face and a four-leaf clover get it i've seen the four-leaf yeah. clover let me see the smiley face you weren't looking it has a little eyes on top of the yeah. middle of the mouth yeah okay um let's see what is your strangest irrational fear mine's mayonnaise and yarn Climate I'm afraid change. You- oh that's not irrational <laughs> why mayonnaise and yarn okay oh, my I'm most irrational fear yes. that that there's going to be some point that Lincoln really needs me or Lex around and we're not going to be there. And it's going to click a switch in him. That's not irrational. It's very very rational. It's going to affect him the rest of his life. And it will be so mundane that Mm -hmm. there'll be nothing that we can do about it. I don't feel like I have irrational fears. Mayonnaise. It's not even just that I don't like it. Like I don't want it on things. I don't want it near me. I don't like the smell i don't like the 
taste. I don't like the, it's, it's jiggly. I don't like the jar. I don't like the smell. I don't want it touching anything near me. Like it gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's like not even a dislike. It's a straight up phobia. I like, don't like it. And I remember I was running an after school program one time and we were doing a canned food drive. And this girl, Sierra, I still remember she was a third grader. She brought in <laughs> fucking Sierra Costco sized jar of mayonnaise and kept trying to hand it to me. And I'm like, just put it on the stage. Just put it on the stage. My staff was like laughing at me. Uh, yarn, I'm afraid that it's going to unravel and the little bits of yarn are going to get in my mouth <laughs> or my eyes. Okay. I get that. Because it'd be really hard yeah. to get out. Okay. okay, I get what you mean by rational fear now. Like, because that's not. Yeah, a- do you get that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have mine. Okay. I, I, my phone rings so much that I don't like uh, keeping it on ring because I hate waking up to my fucking ringtone every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I put it on yeah. vibrate. A lot of times, like, sleep really close to my phone, and I'm 100% convinced that it's gonna give me, like, cancer somewhere that's not irrational that's like science it will yeah and and i have and i have five and uh my microwave okay i hate i hate eating microwave food because i feel like it puts off so much radiation into everything i don't like being near it when it's on like so my microwave and i'm 100 convinced that my phone's gonna end up like giving me something because i'm all all over it i have my irrational fear now um Do you guys remember American History X, the movie? Yes. Okay, so there's a scene where the guy has to put his teeth on the curb and he gets Mm -hmm. kicked. Irrational fear of mine that that's how I will die. Like the teeth on the curb, like on That's an irrational fear. That makes me very uncomfortable. Nobody's going to do that to you and let the motherfucker that does. But to me, like the idea yeah. of the teeth crushing and like the neck, like that. Oh, and tiny holes mm-hmm. clump together. Oh yeah, uh, 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 trypophobia. Yeah, it yeah. makes me. I very, don't like that either. Very, like when that meme went out like ten years ago, where all like the mm-hmm. little thing. Very yeah. uncomfortable. Very very uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't like it. The curb thing, though, Jax, I, I, I do think that's irrational. But that that scene was meant to do that to you. I uh, no, I get you know it. I, I get the meaning behind it. Mean, but now I put when the you talk about the, like did that nightmares, scene even made you hear the concrete when he did it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't like like that. I don't. Uh, what yeah. is? Uh, what's your most random impulse by? Electronics always. Yeah. Well, yeah. What do you I mean, mean my off impulse or that flute that I bought on Amazon that you couldn't even tune. It didn't even have a cork. Like, like just like the one oh, thing random you, impulse like, buy. Yeah. That you were just like no thinking and you just bought this dumb thing. Oculus. Yeah, mine was I mine. love mine. I mean, I like it. Like I play it. Oculus, I love it. But Oculus it was just it was it was an impulse buy. Um what did wait, 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 where'd it go? Ah, I can't. Oh, okay. What is the worst outfit you ever wore? Oh God. The gunny sacks our mom used to put us in when we were kids. Oh. I think mom used to be in a dress while I had a Joe Dirt mullet and buck <laughs> I think that's probably <laughs> I think that's probably one of, and it's this blue and pink dress that she would put me in with shoes. And I wanted my hair to be a mullet and I wanted sideburns like Brandon from Run Out 2 If you couldn't tell that I was going to be gay, <laughs> give me those Brandon so sideburns. I, yeah. So I would be in a Joe Dirt mullet. I didn't have it. So my, my teeth were like crazy buck tooth and that damn blue and pink oh, dress. Wow. Mine, I think, yeah. was later. Mine was my senior year of high school. There was a phase when a knit or crocheted poncho was like the, the shit. And I had a, I remember I had some jeans and a spaghetti strap tank top and a crocheted poncho. And that was a like crocheted, a crocheted, that, that'd probably be real popular uh, these days though. The hippie, right. the hipster thing. Okay. <laughs> what is something that you did as a teenager that makes you cringe? Oh God. Like not bad, oh. cringy. 
What do you, okay. So what do you mean cringy? Like, like, okay. I took on in maybe not a teenager, maybe a little younger, maybe like middle school. I took on this like, um, skater persona. Okay. Where like my email address was skater chick with like the number eight. And I had, right. I know. And I had like, and everybody wore like etnies and like mm-hmm. skater shoes and stuff. Literally have never been to skateboard in my life. <laughs> But okay. trying to be I didn't have one of those metal balls. So, so th- something that you went with that went with like the grunge, just cringy, kind just of like phase. embarrassing. Okay, so like okay, it's I, embarrassing because we talked one. about first email addresses, and I was like, mine was skater. Okay, shit. yeah, I, I, I got a couple actually. I uh, thought it was so. You just reminded me of that because I totally get that. I thought it was cool. I would like search high and low for patches and I ironed every fucking mushroom hippie (laughs) peace patch I could onto my jeans and my backpack. (laughs) Like I had to have every, I don't know what I was like, and every hippie Mm -hmm. thing that I'm like, what in the fuck? I mean, on my pockets, on the front of my pants, all over my backpack, just mushroom patches, mushroom and peace patches everywhere everywhere yeah i thought it was the best I think, thing ever i think mine was just like trying to be straight like yeah in general yeah because i'm sure everything i did was cringy because i just wasn't and trying to fit into like that norm was just ridiculous right so all right what's the dumbest way you've ever injured yourself oh i've got a good one okay i'll go first yep I, I blew out both of my knees turning around in a bathroom. Oh, I had two foot surgeries after uh, rolling my ankle on a welcome mat. Oh, it's when you're not thinking about mm-hmm. it that the dumbest okay. shit happened. My second one, though, I was home alone and I was like high school, but I was still living at home. And my parents were in Reno or somewhere for their anniversary. And my mom was in the hospital. She had had like a whole thing. She had a mini stroke. They think her drug was, her drink was drugged. Like it was this whole thing. She's like literally like in a hospital, medically induced coma. I'm at home by myself. I have walking pneumonia. So I have to go to the doctors for my pneumonia. So my friend's going to come pick me up because I can't drive. I decide genius, right? Working a hundred percent. I'm going to go across the street and get the mail. And I'm going to come back into the house, lock myself out of the house, decide I'm going to climb the fence to get like into the backyard to get back in the house. And I definitely like fell, got a shit ton of splinters in my toe and then had to go to my doctor's appointment for my pneumonia and then hobble on over to the urgent care to get a tetanus shot and my, uh, all my splinters cleaned out. Oh, Stacy, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I have a couple of them. I also was at work one day and I was in one of my coworkers offices and our doors there were super heavy, like real heavy. So I was talking to her and then I go to leave. I took like one or two steps and then I turned around and tell her something. And the pressure change from me walking away made the door move. And when I turned back around, I walked straight into the door, like forehead first. (laughs) Oh, stay. Okay. I got another one. That's actually really good that I've always thought about. It was my freshman year in high school and I was hanging out with, I'm going to leave everybody's names out of it, but in my mind, I was hanging out of somebody who was really Mm -hmm. popular and pretty and she was awesome. And we all went to this dance together. It was the day and she played basketball. She was in varsity and I was on, was I on JV my freshman year? Yeah. And, um, so we all went to the dance together afterwards and I was again, I was just a little freshman and I was dancing with this guy who was also really popular. And so I thought I was being really cool and stuff. And we were all drunk. It was the last night of basketball, our last game. Like everybody was drunk. He stepped on the top of my right foot while we were dancing and it hurt so fucking Uh. bad. And I had basketball tryouts the very next day or or not basketball, uh, uh, softball tryouts Mm -hmm. the very next day. And they were super excited for me to come because they knew my sister and they were like, couldn't wait for me to get to softball tryouts. 
this fucking guy steps on top of my foot. I didn't realize how bad it was at the time. I knew it hurt, but I didn't yeah. realize how bad it was. I went home that night. My whole foot is swollen. I go to the ER the next morning and I had, he had actually cracked. There's like a bone in the top of your foot and he had actually split it open. Oh my God. But I didn't want to show anything right. because this popular girl was staying at my house and I thought I was mm-hmm. being cool. And this popular popular got less. So I didn't want to say anything. So to uh, softball tryouts in a full boot and a cast and everything. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't try out. And they were like, well, just because yours her, like we can't just put you on the team. And I was like, <laughs> I get it. And I never went back to softball yeah. tryouts again. Cause I was like, I, I, Ugh. I get it. But yeah, that was, that, that was so That's stupid. Was like literally triggering me too. Okay. I had another one where it was cold outside and I didn't stretch enough. And performed at halftime of basketball game my freshman year. I do jump splits Ooh. and I pulled my groin. And that wasn't even the most embarrassing part. The most embarrassing part was like the next day at school being on crutches with no cast or anything. And the doctor wanted to sit on a donut pillow. And I was like, ma'am, I am a freshman <laughs> in high school. That will not be happening. You know what? I'll be sitting in pain. <laughs> and you know that everybody would call you donut. Right. Or I'm like, like I'm that. not like, doing that. Do my that. other last one that I want to say. Awful. My other last one that I want to say, because it's just like the most whatever. We had a dance in high school and it was probably maybe my junior or senior year. And the way the dances worked, besides the big ones like homecoming or, right. or ball or whatever, they did a uh um, a lottery for the clubs. And so every club got a different dance and like the proceeds went to that club. So this one was like maybe winter ball or something. And the cheerleaders were hosting it. Not that I'm attributing this to them not being very smart, <laughs> but I'm just saying. So the entryway and when you walk dance and it was in the gym, they had Christmas lights all over the ground, like lining the walkway. Well, of course, everybody stepped off. All, all over all of them and how dance were back then you wear shoes but then you uh-huh. took your shoes off when you got to the dance and everybody was just yep. barefoot everyone bloody cut feet with shards of glass oh in them and, my yeah. god uh-huh. i just remember my feet being so like cut up and me literally saying like how fucking stupid is this to put christmas lights that break on the floor where people are stepping <laughs> what yeah. all right what are you guys obsessed with this week i didn't do my space Oh, I'm sorry, Joel. Space Corner, Corner. then obsessed with. Okay. So this is really exciting. So there's going to be the our Mighties, A-R-M-E-T-I-S, one, two, and three, uh, before we actually, our Mighties three is, is the one that's they're planning on landing on the moon in uh, 2026. So, so what's exciting is they have narrowed it down to 13 different landing spots on the moon. Uh, they're all they call it the South pole of the moon is where they're planning to land on it. Um, which it's just exciting. It's one step closer to us going to the moon. That's exciting. Um, another thing I exciting. Yeah. I mean to actually have picked out and they've named them all. If you go, I think it's probably in like newspapers and stuff too. I, I got my article from NASA. So if you go there, they'll give you an actual picture of the different spots that they're talking about landing. Okay. Um, which is really another thing I think is cool is we are, so I've got another cool thing and then I've got a fact that I want everybody. So all of our missions now, I mean, we can even do it with the web telescope. We're able to track everything real time. They're going to do this this with every single to the moon our mighties one two That's and three cool. we'll be able to track them real time with exactly where they're at we've never been able to before obviously because we haven't been back to the moon since 1972 and that's up for debate if it even actually happened depending on who you talk to but we will literally be able to track them real time as to where they're at and exactly what's going on which i think is just gonna be fun to do every single day that'll be fun Um, another fun fact that i wanted to tell everybody is that (laughs) so i know everybody well if 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 you listen to my last podcast or the last time i was on here talking about the guy with the chorizo 
and he was saying yeah. <laughs> it was the Proxima star. So what I wanted to tell everybody just to give them an idea of how far away these telescopes are actually looking. The, so after the sun, Proxima is our closest star. Proxima is 4.2 light years away. It would take a rocket ship because people are like, why don't we go there? 150,000 years, human calendar years to get there. 4.2 light years sounds not far. You, I mean, you're talking, it's impossible to get there right now with the technology that we have. Right. So the math of it is one light year, which if, if people don't understand, it's, it's measured off a distance and time of the speed of light. That's what a light year is. And some people don't, don't realize that that is the speed of light. So one light year is 35,000, almost 36,000 calendar years for us. That makes me anxious. So just because NASA or, uh, article does it in light years <laughs> that is oh not how gosh. long it would take human beings to get there we're much slower than the speed of right light. um so i just thought that was like a fun fact because because i know like even just talking to people about space they're like well four 4.2 light years or well, how long would it take us to get there One hundred and fifty thousand fucking uh, years <laughs> like, like it's it's thirty five thousand years for one light year. That freaks well, me. Well, and to put that that's in perspective, why going that's other like, places that's like a, a quarter of human existence. And I'm talking not just like Homo sapiens. Uh, I'm talking about our earliest earliest ancestors that can be traced back to like the link between humans as they exist now and our primitive beings. Like, so you're talking about all of human existence is how long it would take us to get there. I don't mm-hmm. like that. Another thing I wanted to touch on irritates me on tiktok and i don't know how many people actually care about the space and stuff as much as i do but so russian um spacecraft and their space station is constantly going live with their space walks and Mm. they they will put it on people say oh it's a real if if the earth moved that fast we'd be falling off and research it through actual scientists oh there's too much cloud cover people are just like don't get how the earth actually space and if you look at real images from space so like uh the second longest uh history just spent 328 days in space that's, that's almost a fucking wild year. And if you look at the pictures that she's taking, most of the earth looks covered in clouds Mm -hmm. and people are just not believing certain things. Do your research. Don't just think that because you're seeing something. Well, that can't be fucking real. That yes, they are because our technology is getting, it's not going to be real time because it takes time for the space station to communicate with the earth. And right. give us it could be days later, mm-hmm. but you're still watching something that's real. Like, do your research and don't just think everything is a fake because it's too cool right. to be real. And that like pisses me off because if you look into it, NASA.gov is not going to lie. To, well, I can't say that, but typically they're a trusted source, they're scientists, they have no fucking reason to lie, and they really don't care what the fuck you right it is what it is this is well like if it didn't exist before why lie about it you know like like i mean scientists i just don't most scientists are not going to point blank lie to you because they have no they have proof they have formulas they have images you know so uh nasa posts a lot of these space or people that are you know space oriented is keep posting these spacewalks no they're not fucking real time you know how long it takes to get that information to earth and anybody to care enough to post it so that your critical right. ass can see it 
like, no, you're not watching it real time, but these people are actually doing this. And like, you can see from the reflection in their masks, what's behind them. <laughs> like you can even, it's see obviously shoot- real. Well, you can even like, see a shooting star yeah. in some of like, you know, cause they're up. It, it's just really, really cool. And I just, I, I encourage people that if you do see stuff like that and you see haters and comments, do your own research. If it's fake, it's fake. But a lot of that stuff is very real. Like people are not sinking hundreds of millions of dollars into giving you fake spacewalks. Right. You know, like they, they have, I would hope that they have better shit to do. God, I hope so. so. Better things to spend their money on. Yeah. But that's all I got. There, there's been some really cool shit on NASA here lately because they've got a lot going on. Our technology is only getting better and better. And they're prepping right now to go to the moon in 2026. Well, here's your issue. I don't mind saying like NASA tricked me as opposed to fucking gym that I went to high school astrology with. Exactly. Right. If it turned out to be fake. But that, you know what I mean? Like even if it turned out to be fake, you were tricked by NASA versus gym. You know, NASA doesn't have have to trick you. They're doing badass shit all the time. NASA don't give a fuck what they don't care about you. Yeah, no, they don't about you, Jimmy Bob, sitting on your fucking. My point was, what do you have to lose? Like, why would NASA lie to you? Right, they don't even have to share the information. They just are because they're so excited. (laughs) Other thing that is so exciting, and and, you know, and that's why a lot of this stuff is going to start coming up in NASA news, and people are not going to believe it and whatever. Mighty's one is launching in 2024. Our Mighty's, we plan on being on the moon again in 2026. That is right around the corner. Yeah. We haven't been back there since 72. The long time. Like, this is huge. Yeah. You think their Twinkie's and still and good that they left up there? They're probably. <laughs> They're planning on going to places of the moon that have never been seen, never touched. I mean, this is massive. Most of us, God, whoever stars willing, are still going to be alive for it to see it. This is huge going back to the moon because it's been such a big step speculation why haven't we gone back is it real you know armstrong and everybody was being real fucking sketchy about being Mm -hmm. asked about it who knows maybe it's because they were pissed off they were being asked Mm -hmm. about it whatever there it it is massive that we are going back to the moon and touching down with the technology we have now there's no excuse for it to be fake like there would be absolutely no fucking question everybody can shut the fuck up and We'll be able to track them in real time. Like it's going to, it's 2024 to 2026 is going to be fucking huge for space. And I am fucking here for it. Like I, I cannot wait. So Stacy, what are you obsessed with? My space. I don't know. I've had a weird couple of days. Um, It's okay to be obsessed with nothing. I was really, I am not obsessed with nothing. I ate a donut today. And it was really good. I had a glazed donut and it was probably like the best glazed donut I've maybe, Where was it maybe ever had. And it didn't, it was from okay. Sunshine Donuts, which is like such good donut. And you know, Lincoln's big fan of Sunshine Donuts. Donut, big fan. Yeah. You know how a donut hole is always real moist on the inside? Like it just kind of melts. The whole donut was like that. Mm-hmm. And that was the bright spot in my week. Julie, what are you obsessed with? That's what I got. Um, have Have y'all watched uh, Surface? No. About, no. Ab- about the woman that lost her memory. No. I literally talk about it all because there's so many twists and turns, and I'll spoil it. Watch Surface. It is so good. I don't. I don't remember if I'm watching it on HBO or Apple. But I don't know this. <sighs> It's called Surface. She's, I, I forget what else she's in. She's a fantastic actress. And it's about a woman who loses her memory and comes back and is basically kind of piecing her Apple. life together on, 
Apple TV. Apple. Okay. She's just kind of piecing her life together. And it is so good. That that show, I I binged it in like night. And I just haven't been able to get it out of my mind because I'm like, damn, you know, shit like that happens to people. And when they go back to whoever they're with can basically just, you know, people, therapists can kind of tell you what you want. It's about like kind of manipulation. It, it, it's really, really, it, it's just such a, it's such a oh, good show. Oh, that girl was on the morning show. Oh, but she was also in that movie on the light. She's a she. Should, I really like that movie, she, Beyond the Light. She needs to get an award for this show. Also, have you guys seen the show with the Grim Handmaid's Tale? No. <gasps> is it good? She is just so amazing. She just draws you into mm-hmm. her character, mm-hmm. and like, oh my mm-hmm. god, what what? Is that, is I, it I, shining, I, shining girls shining girls and it's and it's not a true story but it's based off of an actual okay. serial killer it's kind of hard to follow like it's not one of the shows you can put on and like get on facebook mm-hmm. or like play a game like it is kind of complicated because they're dealing if you if it, it, it's also based off a book so it deals with like uh mm-hmm. time travel so it's really interesting how they piece it out. Oh my god, that, that show. She has to win an award. Yeah, I'm sure she will. She wins oh lots of awards. My god, she is so fucking good. Like I just am absolutely enamored with her too. Like I just love her. She's not she's pretty, but she's not like overly attractive. She's not overly like fit. She's your average woman who is absolutely yeah. magnificent like i she awesome. i want to watch it. it i need something to watch it it completes at mm-hmm. the end of that so it's oh, like a okay it's just like a one season thing it, it's like eight episodes i think is what uh, many it is. So um, it, what do they call it um, a mini series those are the best though like it it's complete after this but she is fucking fantastic okay. so that and surface Shining Girls and Surface, and I'm done. Um, Those are must-watches. Those are as good as The Morning Show. And I love The wow. Morning Show. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am obsessed with, let's see, uh, we're going out on a boat tomorrow for my wife's birthday. Um, we're on a boat. And I'm, like, real determined to get my four-year-old in a tube. Like, that's my mission tomorrow. So um, the other thing I'm obsessed with is just, like, uh, Lex and I have been together for eight years. We will have been married for six Dang. in two months. And um, she, I'm just like obsessed with. I do it. We're, <laughs> she's just, we still talk so nicely to each other. Like I just, I, she's still mm-hmm. genuinely my favorite person. I was watching this and I only mentioned mm. that because I was watching this TikTok today about how the most breakups happen after marriage within one year five years seven year 10 years or 15 years like that if statistically if you're going to get divorced it's going to happen one year five year 10 year 15 7 10 15 like those are just when yeah um people can't handle it anymore and like we're going on being married six years in two months and I still just like, she drives me fucking crazy. Sometimes like, I'm going to be real honest. Like sometimes I just, I'm like, what is, what are you doing? Like, that's my thought. And I'm sure you never <laughs> drive her crazy at all. Oh no, I 100% <laughs> not drive her crazy. Like, I know yeah. I can be awful. No, no, no. But <laughs> I just, I've never thought for two seconds I could do this better with someone else. And so right. I was just thinking about that today and I Jack, just, your wife is perfect. You you have to get over whatever. My wife is have. not perfect. <laughs> uh, she's she's absolutely not perfect, but I truly believe she's perfect for me. So I feel mm-hmm. like really lucky sometimes. Like, you know, when you have those moments Aww. where you're like, I just feel really lucky to be with the person that I think I was really supposed to be with. That's I just mm-hmm. want to run over this for the audience. She bakes, she cooks, yeah. she cleans. Everything's she around moms. food. Everything's she shops. Around food. She might, that's a, she's, way to your heart. She's so shocked. thoughtful. 
she moms she is super overly mm-hmm. thoughtful she's like yeah she's wonderful she's also a pain in the ass she's sometimes so conscious about money i was gonna say she's and not that- conscious about money no she's not well, conscious she's about money about- she likes to shop yeah. and get treasures which i yeah. love also i do too i love i love the messages my wife oh, is a lot nice of help. things conscious about money is not wow, one of them. One of them. <laughs> right. No. I do want to also tell a real cute story about my kid real quick. Um, who is four. And we have been planning on taking him to Disney. And listen, the reason we haven't yet, he's short. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pay a shitload of money for him not to be able to write a bunch of stuff. And I want him to be able to remember it. He's so a little guy. My, in my head, I was like, when he gets close to five, he'll be tall enough. You know, he's almost 40 inches now. So he'll be able to write more things. Yeah. But this little... This little person, I was going to say something else, but I'll go with person, <laughs> walked into the bathroom while I was getting ready the other day, holding his piggy bank. And he said, mom, do I have enough monies? He said monies to go see Mickey's house yet. Oh, and like, I just, I was like, whatever monies you have in there is enough. Like that was going through right. my head. Like we're going right now. Yeah. Pack up your shit. We're Honey, out the you door. You have enough leggies to go. To <laughs> I don't think you have enough leggies. Yeah. Not mention, not enough inches. So well, and it was so cute because when you were telling that story to me, and he was there, and he made sure to interrupt to say. Not the castle, the real clubhouse. He wants to Which, go to Mickey's clubhouse. Toontown's closed. Also, That's closed right now, so don't go. Check with me before you plan a trip. My kid not open. is adorable, and he has personally asked all of our friends to go trick-or-treating with him and has assigned them a costume. Yes. Which, listen, if he's not going to be in charge Literally of all the things so when we're older, like, yeah. Like, Stacey, what's your costume? He's not like Lex I'm going to be, I get, I get to be, I've been voluntold. I am being Captain Marvel. Yes. He, he asked Stacey and Kai to be uh, the Green Goblin and Rhino. And he thinks an awful lot of you. Right? I Captain Marvel was his favorite. I was, yeah. I was like. He thinks okay. an awful lot of you. Yeah. I will absolutely be your Captain Marvel. Right? I just think it's real cute how he's like, we're going to do the trick-or-treating thing and I'm going to round everyone up and I'm going to assign them a task. going to do a group costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lex. But like, how he's can Lex. you say no to a four-year-old when they ask that? Because here's the thing. When I, when he was asking me and I was like, I don't want to do All this. you motherfuckers are going to show up. Yeah. But you know what? He's going to tell that are. story to his kids about, I remember when I was four and we went trick-or-treating and all of my mom's friends dressed up yep. like whatever. And <laughs> Halloween in our neighborhood's off the hook. Like it legitimately yep. is. There's like oh, that's hundreds awesome. of kids mm-hmm. all over the neighborhood. It's everywhere. People decorate their houses. There's haunted. Sense. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> so it's not just like some bullshit trick or treat thing. Yeah, right. But the fact that he's like, we're two months out. Start Let's prepping start. your costumes. We're planning. We we're going a hundred. <laughs> we're going all in. He's already told us, yeah. you're bringing the wagon. I'm riding in the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, he's just such a planner. Sometimes I just, yeah, it makes me. That is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That is so a I have a little story. Uh, dieting to do before I get in my yeast. You better figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Lincoln said you're you have to be Marvel. <laughs> get it right. Keep a tight situation. Fucking Captain. Those are big shoes. I know. You're in charge of the whole galaxy. I know. It's a lot. That's it for us this week, guys. Have a great weekend. Make good choices. Wear a mask if you're on an airplane, please. Don't be weird. Mm -hmm. And you Mm -hmm. can just wear one forever if you're on an airplane. Like, not just because of COVID. Like, just because airplanes are disgusting. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm here for that. I will always wear a mask on an airplane, I think, like, from here on out. Uh, I will, too. All Mm -hmm. right. All right. Bye. You're welcome that it was just us three. Bye. Bye. Imagine how long it would have been without it wasn't. Fierce Fan Media.